When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The friend zone. Taco! Haciendo taco! Enchiladas! Y haciendo enchiladas! Oh, you don't hear me! Oh, no me está escuchando! One more time. What? Taco! Haciendo taco! Enchiladas! Y haciendo enchiladas! Oh, you don't hear me! Oh, no me está escuchando! And Spanish rice! Usted haciendo arroz con frijoles! What? 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 That's right. It might not make sense right now, but on Friday, <laughs> it damn sure will. For those what? of you who don't know, we are approaching the Friday. Uh, in front oh, of us. Oh, you are not about which to. Which is do May this. 5th, baby. And Dustin. if you don't know, now you know it is Cinco de Mayo. Okay. <laughs> oh, which is the God. blackest holiday of the of the, the Latinx community. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Period. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because we all celebrate, you know what I'm saying? The Latinx and the Malcolm X. We all celebrate this motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I'm so <laughs> mad at you. I want everybody to know we wait for tacos. It's a tacos and enchiladas and enchiladas and Spanish rice and lots of frijoles. The lady that there was an interpreter, a Spanish language oh, interpreter. Jesus Christ. At the uh, church. I believe that was Juanita Bynum. She was yelling like it was. She was yelling That's like what it I was. needed to know. Yeah. That's what I, I believe that was her. I ain't trying to say all. Black female pastors look alike, even though they do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say that. All I'm saying is, all I'm, okay. there's a profile there. You know, there's a pattern. I, I watch patterns and wavelengths and shit. Anyway, all I want to do is uh, wish everyone a safe and happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I want y'all to so enjoy it. Welcome to the friends. Oh, what are we going to do? Because I'll things. Mental I'll health, mental wellness, Ooh, and mental yay. tacos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like, what was the sermon? That's why I want to know. Like, I'm just like, was she celebrating Cinco de Mayo too? Like, was she wishing everybody? Like, I just want to know so. why was that happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what made it so funny was the... The the um, the fervor that she was preaching with and the cadence to her voice, the, so like, the Spanish language, the Spanish language interpreter was matching that. In fact, mm-hmm. let's revisit it. Oh my god! <laughs> one so more weird. time for everybody who didn't hear, you know, because it takes some of y'all motherfuckers a minute, and that's okay. I actually like that's it. Okay. it. Me too. I well, too. Here we go, y'all. One, two. Taco haciendo taco enchiladas y haciendo enchiladas. Oh, you don't hear me. Oh, no me está escuchando. It's the you don't hear me in Spanish that was taking me. That's what I need. Like I need, I need to revisit that part. That's the part that's getting. That's my Cinco de Mayo video, yo. I let's play it every year. I can't wait. I can't wait to tweet it on Friday. It's in my drafts. (laughs) (laughs) It's Spanish rice. It's a rotos frijoles. Why 
you say that so well. <laughs> oh God, forgive us, Lord. Because he got oh, saved. She wasn't playing, baby. They both was. They both had the Holy Ghost. How you say Holy Ghost in Spanish? Anybody know? Well, ghost what? is well. Is. Well, how do you say Holy Ghost? I can't remember. You know I thought Let I used to. Well, whatever. Up. Look, this how you say it: Holy Ghost in Espanol, because that's what they both had. You know what I'm saying? Espiritu Santo. Espiritu Santo, of course. Espiritu Santo. Esperanza Santo. That's right. That's that's what that was Whoopi's character in the movie Ghost. Esperanza Santo. Spalding. I could not right. remember that. Thank you, Asante. <laughs> That's where I was a Spalding had everybody mad. She had everybody pissed off when she won that Best New Artist. You remember that? When Esperanza Spalding won Best New yeah. Artist at the Grammys. It was and an upset. Like, they were saying Spanish rice just like that lady was that was in that, <laughs> in that church. They were, oh, that's where Ron's was spawning. Everybody was, yeah, we was all mad. But, you know, we supported her because she was a dope-ass artist of color. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, so, of course, we yeah. wanted to get it, but we ain't know who the fuck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, we didn't know. We were all winning, you know, somebody else was nominated that year. I can't remember who it was, but that was an upset. It was a big artist. I just don't remember who it was. But, yeah, remember that? <laughs> yes. That being said, how are your so weekends, welcome. by the way? Happy Cinco de Mayo, y'all. <laughs> Happy early Mine Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> My God. He is already on Friday. I'm crying. <laughs> Living for the weekend, baby. Living for Everybody's the... working for the weekend. It's the sh- <laughs> not the show, the shimmies. How were you, weekend? <laughs> Mine was good. Seriously, I um, got a chance to spend some time with some of my friends from out of town. Um, this was Met Gala week, um, so a lot of people in, the, in in entertainment over overall, you know, were here. I knew um, so. York, I got to yeah. see a bunch of my friends and shit. Mm-hmm. And hang out. I'm gonna Dang. see another one of my friends this week too. But I guess we ain't supposed to say nothing about that, are we? Because this here week <laughs> we are recording on EST. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying in, York, in the y'all. wrong neighborhood too because the traffic was mm-hmm. bonkers the past couple of days trying to get anywhere. Ooh. But yes, yeah. I'm EST, which has been nice because we can just, you know, see each other and chill and hug. And we have a really cool project coming up. So I'm excited to see my brothers. Um, and I just saw Jay. <laughs> and I just saw Jay this past weekend. Yeah, um, sorry. She was with me in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call her? Mean of all means. Mean, mean of all means. Yeah, Jade, Jade of all Jades. Semicolon. Mean of all means. That's what I mean. The fact they said, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Remember when, when Noah said that to Jade? Where Noah was like, where are you going this weekend? Jade said, I got to go to Cleveland. Noah said, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Woo, Noah is Bless a funny child. Oh, my God. But anyway, naturally funny, for real. I'll talk more about um, the weekends during the wellness segment because I also have a really cool announcement to share. Um, But outside of that, oh, thank you. I have a foot injury. So I'm like, it was very hard for me, I know, to figure out what to wear without wearing flats, you know? So I was like, what am I going to wear? But those, those, those were good enough. 
that's what I could do. It looked um, really, it looked really cute. It looked really you. cute. It did not look like I tried. you had to wear boots. You know right, what I'm saying? It looked right. a look. I tried, yeah. I tried. But um, yes, I'll talk more about it. It was a really awesome weekend and I'm happy to be home. New York is yes. gloomy and chilly, but I was hoping I was going to get some nicer weather because it was like 70 degrees last week, but it's okay. Maybe it'll come back. Yeah. But I'm happy and excited to see Damn. y'all. Right? So let's get into... Wait, do you, you guys yes. have any announcements before we get into the episode? Anything important to share? Just really fast. Mm-hmm. Dustin, you told us to watch Tiana Taylor's movie. I missed it in theaters. I was very upset about that. Oh, it was good. So it is available to rent and stream. Mm-hmm. So I purchased it for $5 more. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I do not regret my purchase. Good, Tiana right? Taylor was fucking phenomenal. Yes. It was a great, fan, like amazing. All of the Lady Gaga words in that meme. I just could <laughs> not believe the, I mean, I could believe the depth of Tiana Taylor. I just could not believe the, the writing, the script, like that shit was crazy and phenomenal. So shout yeah. out to everybody over there doing that thing. That was a great movie. If you ain't seen Tiana Taylor's latest release, you need to go watch it. Shout out to you, Dustin. A thousand and one. Thank you. Yeah. And you, shout yeah. out to you for for doing the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very every good. now and then I do the thing. <laughs> hey, Asante, he did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just because I you know every night look. I, I like being put on. So every mm-hmm. time y'all like, y'all, like every time friends say do something, you say do something, I always make a little mental note. And so then I was like, shit, I, I got to see this in theater. So I meant to do that. And then I was like, fuck, it's not in theaters. And I was always like, five hours more to own. I'm like, well, it's even better. Speaking of Fran telling us to do the thing, I <laughs> am obsessed with, shout out to Shameless Maya and her husband, Max, and their beautiful daughter, Saga. I'm obsessed with their uh, YouTube channel, Max and Maya Living, right? So Aww. sometimes while I'm working or, you know, when I'm working or doing writing and doing shit, I'll have it like playing, you know, so mm-hmm. I can be distracted. That way, if I'm distracted, which, you know, everybody gets distracted, at least it's for a good cause, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm watching, <laughs> I'm giving Maya a review. So um, while I was watching it, uh, Maya pulled up to Per Noir in uh, Houston or whatever. What? The wine place. The wine place. No, what did you she call didn't. Say one more time. I promise he to die in heaven. Nowhere. Per Noir. Wait, you lying nowhere. to me? I promise to God in heaven. Do you remember when Maya flew to the U.S. to Houston to it go to her homegirl's housewarming? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, and she went to Austin and all that. While she was here, mm-hmm. they went out, and that's they went, and it's all on the video. I and when I saw it, I was like, "That's the place Fran was talking about." <laughs> yep. What are the odds? <laughs> yep. And we actually had some previous shit, employees. Like, we had some previous employees from Per Noir <laughs> who said that they that it's an awesome business, and oh, they died because they said mm-hmm. most people do come in and call it Per. <laughs> so, so they <laughs> yeah. told us not to feel bad about that mistake. But that's funny though. Well, I gotta ask wonderful. Maya about that. <laughs> she went they was they was on, on her video um she went in there her and her girls was having wine and maya was like um it was the best wine i have ever tried and she was like oh, i only bought okay. four bottles because i'm flying back to sweden yep and oh, I, was, so, I was in here that's, so that's, that's the place Freya was talking about that's so cute and speaking Speaking of our friends, actually, the Black Business of this week 
goes out to Jade of all jades, semicolon, mean of all means. Yes. She has, right, clap it up for our friend. She has a new podcast that she is hosting. It's called the Black Kitchen mm-hmm. Series, and it's sponsored by, or powered mm. by, I should say, Heinz, right? So I was looking it up, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. said that in April of 2021, <laughs> Heinz, uh, the Lee Initiative, and Southern Restaurants for Racial Justice partnered to give grants to 70-plus Black-owned restaurants and food initiatives across the nation. That's incredible. Obviously, this was during... Uh, quarantine through the thick of COVID. So they were really trying to make sure that the black restaurants in the country were able to sustain Stayed and survive open. all of the changes. Exactly. So shout out to Heinz for that. So what they decided to do mm-hmm. is create a the mini... best ketchup anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they created a mini audio, audio series that not only celebrated modern African-American cuisine, but also put faces and names to these black owned restaurants that they gave these grants to and jade of all jades mm-hmm. is the host of season two which My is girl. really really exciting right yay it's really really Work, exciting jade. right so um they they meet with everyone from restaurants bakeries bars you name it in different cities i think she was in nashville she was in mm-hmm. Alabama, she was in the mm-hmm. Bay. I mean, they had her touring all around the country, which was really exciting. <laughs> she was meeting with all of the restaurant heads and eating food. It was very um, oh. Anthony Bourdain. It was very Anthony that Bourdain. I've, I've always thought of Jade as someone that could really kill that field. So to see her kind of stepping her foot into that and planning that scene is like really, really exciting. And if you know, Absolutely. that's like one of her dream trajectories. So I'm really happy to see that she's stepping into that at full four so please check out the black kitchen series wherever you get your podcast and if you want more information about the program about the grants about the restaurants themselves go to heinz.com mm-hmm. that's h-e-i-n-z.com forward slash black kitchen and you can get all the information there and that is the black business of the week congratulations jay we love you you go, yes, girl. Jake. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did it. Doing the damn thing. The black business of the week oh. is Jay's black ass. I love it. That's wonderful. <laughs> that is wonderful. Wonderful. I told Jay the one thing I don't fuck with, the two one thing the two things she did right is Noah. <laughs> And her fucking cooking, that being a chef, I don't fuck with two two parts of her life. You know what I'm saying? Everything else, fair game. But Everything I don't mess around because she can cook her motherfucking Jade. ass off. That's right, Mean Jade. She's a like, mean old line Jade. You know, but like, but yes, everything else. But but that cooking. Uh, she's on point. I'm telling you. Yeah, that food Ooh, is so, so good. good for We're her. actually gonna love to see yeah, it. Love to I'm, see I'm, the song. And <clears throat> she just was having her food tour in Amsterdam this past week too. So mm-hmm. I heard that it was yes. incredible. We saw the video. She was showing me videos of the behind the scenes and the the people that attended, which was so cool. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of our listeners Why? too. So I know there was a lot of crossover love there. But Damn. Just want to shut. Just want to give some flowers to our friend. Um, now let's jump into yes. the recap segment. Last week's episode <clears throat> titled "Stolen Youth." 
Ooh, that was an intense one, huh? <laughs> it was a crime zone. We discussed the shocking case of Larry Ray and the Slonem Woods Nine at Sarah Lawrence College. As always, those of you listening were scared and had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? First and foremost, that was insane. Yeah. I mean, I still can't wrap my head around any of it. I am glad I am not counted in that number. <laughs> that was crazy. Absolutely um, insane. A lot of people stood out to me, but particularly in the gated community, I want to give a shout out to Charisma. Charisma said, had to pause this week's episode and watch the documentary before listening. Baby, as a parent, I think it's so important to have conversations with your kids early on. We have a safe phrase in our home so that if our kids ever need to be picked up, they use it and we pick them up with no questions asked. We've tried to instill in them trust now while they're young. If something especially like this happened, I would hope that trust would be there when we would t- when we told them it's time to go. I could never leave my kid no matter the age in a situation like this. I think these kids' parents really failed them, and you can see the realization on the parents' face when they talk about what happened. I didn't have a chance to go watch the documentary, but I want to watch it I'm just to see the parents' to face it. to see, like, yeah. what the hell is up. Because, like, what the hell... like. That's crazy. And thank you, Charisma, because I was really wondering to myself, like, well, did the parents just not care? I know some of them had a lot of extenuating circumstances and, you know, they were kind of, you know, that's why some of their kids may have been sought out because the man knew he could get over on the parents, too. But I just need to I have more questions I mean, than answers. So I might have to watch, too. Uh, what about you, Fran? What did you find out there in the streets? So in the gated community. Episode, I know, right? Uh, The crazy part is people were saying that once they went back and watched the documentary, that it was way worse than I even described, even though (laughs) they were already (sighs) overwhelmed by our episode. So I told y'all, I was like, I'm just the tip of the iceberg with my description. But Crystal Roberson said, Nacha got me asking my son every other day since I listened to this episode, do you feel seen? Do you feel heard? (laughs) I'm a single parent and was raised by a single parent, so I can understand to an extent how a child may feel (laughs) neglected. But like Dustin was saying, my son wouldn't be there anyway. And if I called him and he tells me his friend's dad moved in, I'm doing something strange for a piece of change and I'm going to get my baby. A lot of people felt that, right? We're sharing that sentiment. And then on the Twitter streets, two blue notes said, watching Stolen Youth on Hulu. Thanks, Friends on Pod. And it is something. The most interesting and poignant part is how the kids' collective shame of how others would have viewed them kept them from reaching out for true help. It's really sad. Hoping this helps someone avoid the same traps. A lot of you were just really, really shocked like I said, at how much deeper and wilder and darker and sinister the documentary was when she actually watched it. But you know what? We got it trending on Hulu, I noticed. Wow. Yes. Give us some some money, Hulu. I'm so tired of (laughs) being overworked and underpaid. I'm so Uh, mad at you. I'm about to be like, sweetie, I know that's right. (laughs) I had it, okay? I thought, but I, I thought that was really something because that doc has been on there for a minute now, and to see it trending because of our asses, <laughs> it was really, it said a lot. Like it made me happy about our community because now that's at the forefront mm-hmm. of more people's eyes. So, what about you, Dustin Ross? What did you find on the Twitter streets? Um, I also want to give a shout out to. Let's just do one tweet this week. 
Um, there's a Twitter account called After School 90, 90. After School 90 is the Twitter account. And they tweeted a video of original footage from the Thomas Jefferson High School junior senior prom in Texas in 1999. And it's all these black kids dancing to DMX. Hey. And they all have hit. Look at them. Word. They are dancing to DM, to to Rough Riders. Shut them down. Open up shop <laughs> like it is an R and B song. And if they just having a good time. And look at her, look going in. Come on, okay. And so the website, the Twitter account has <laughs> even them. <laughs> Go ahead. Even the Twitter them. account has um, <laughs> these videos work of all these kids dancing back in '99. That's the one I would have been messing with right there. <laughs> but I just love this. I love this account. It's just so good to see that footage from they way back then. They look so much then, older because you know I, mean? I graduated from high school the, the next following year. year. That's, that's really how old we look. <laughs> no, we did not look like that. You gotta, no, that's how old we look now. I've accepted my my station in life. You know what I'm saying? It is fine. My station. I make room life. for the young for young people. I say that now. That's what the, uh, that's part of my vernacular now. The young oh, people. No, Never thought yeah. I'd say that. You know, the young people. You're I'm right. just gonna. I'm gonna age right. gracefully. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? As he drinks water. <laughs> Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them, but time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. This week's episode is a Dustin Ross production. We're going in cold. We have no idea oh, what's God. about to happen. You know how that goes. Tell us right. <laughs> Spanish rice. <laughs> Dustin <laughs> Ross is about to do the thing. <laughs> what's so, this week about for us, Dustin Ross? This week we're going to have a conversation. I, uh, I've been noticing a, a trend, and I like to go back to where things started, right? I like to go back to the beginning of the everything, of the origins, right? The origins, you know what I'm saying? Is it a gun? <laughs> <laughs> you said Hillary, I just went to that one. But anyway, um, yeah, so I've been noticing a couple things in the news recently. Number one, we saw Chance the Rapper um, over at Carnival enjoying himself having oh, a, gosh. I mean, a good dance. A you know good what I'm saying? Old time. A good dance with a woman that looked a lot like Amara La, La, La Negra and uh, Michael Cole at the same time. You know what I'm saying? But he, he, that lady looked just like the both of them. But she was jamming and they was having a good time dancing. And it pissed his wife off because everybody took the story and ran with it. Um, and all the medias and the, the quote unquote blogs um, kind of starting this, this this conversation around that Who video. Who is she mad at? Him. She posted oh. a really cryptic message on her Instagram story like two days ago um, saying that uh, it was it was a quote from someone about marriage or about someone making an F some shit. Basically, it was a thinly veiled sub um, post directed towards him that, you, you know, you could tell she was upset. He Yikes. then subbed her the next day talking about how much he loved 
his wife and people go through the good and the bad, the ups and downs, whatever. So obviously they're going through something because of what appeared to be something that would fall under the umbrella of infidelity, right? Yikes. Then we got Smokey Robinson's motherfucking ass. He just was in the <laughs> news recently saying that him and Diana Ross, you know, used to link back that in the day or whatever. And they, the while he was married. Mm. They did the thing, okay? And we know he just put out that album about fucking, you know? Remember <laughs> all, the, all the song titles on that album? Right, Gasms. That's what it's called. Because I guess that's what you have after 80. You don't have orgasms. No more. You ain't got time for all the letters. You just nut. You know what I'm saying? It's not even an orgasm. It's just a gasm. Oh, you know what I'm Jesus saying? Anyway, Christ. he put that out. And so... We know that, you know, he was cheating and, and, and creeping in the next room with Diana Ross, according to him. But not him being a chatty that. patty to promote this album, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's killing me. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because, first of all, we don't know. We don't want to know that. We don't want to know that. <laughs> we don't want to think about Diana Ross like that, sexually like that. We don't damn sure... Back in the day of maybe... because she's, Have you ever seen Smokey Robinson back in the day? <laughs> But now, hell no, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And and anyway, we just, he could have kept that information. Then also, as we're reviewing on La Binge, shout out, thank you, Patreon. Shout out to Patreon. (laughs) They love you, Patreon. But as we're reviewing on the binge over on Patreon, we saw Jackie, you know what I'm saying, and Josh. Josh literally stole Marshall's woman. Oh, shoot, yeah. I was like, who? Okay. And we watched it, right? Because you didn't forget about Jackie, Jackie, Jacqueline. Yeah, forgot about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forgot all about her. Huh? Jackie, Jackie, Jacqueline. Yeah, forgot about, about her. Jacqueline. Jackie, Jackie, Jacqueline. Yeah, forgot about this is, her. This oh is a God. very Latinx episode this week. It is. This yeah, is heavy baby. on your spirit. <laughs> it is. I'm telling you. I'm an ally. Back in the day when Dustin used to just go Sabado Chocante. Sabado Chocante. I used to love that on Saturday. It's the Gigante for me. Gigante. Gigante. <laughs> yep. Oh, rest in peace, Gigante. Don Francisco. That used to be my show. Hell yeah. R.I.P. A part of my family and upbringing <laughs> in our home on Saturday morning. That is really funny to me. Y'all watched that growing up? Would sit up and watch it like I knew what they not were saying. Not knowing any, not knowing a know. word. That's and so funny. And, and being excited. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, yes. <laughs> That is so fascinating to me. It was me. Univision, but we called it the Spanish channel. You Wait, know what, what I have to know, it. what else outside of mm-hmm. Sábado Gigante did y'all watch? Christina. <gasps> yes, what? Christina. The, yes, with the blind, the talk show. Christina, yes. One of the, yes. the soap operas. Asante, you're like, lying to me, but you didn't know what she was what? saying. Did it have subtitles? <laughs> it didn't matter. We could just, follow along with the facial expressions. About watching. <laughs> First of all, this this is this is why we have this taste, right? Because there, we were watching... Well, I know I was watching Christina not understanding what was going on, but you just knew she was like a fire ass host because we trusted of her, her. Yeah. And the way I did not know what she was talking about, but the way she was questioning people and like really getting to the bottom so of shit, pacing the audience. She like, would crawl her arms and she would squint. Christina would point and shit. She, you know, I was I like, see her right hey, now. this is Sally Jesse Raphael, but I don't know what she's but saying. Let me see if I can figure it out or let me see if I can follow like, you know, how we feeling about what's going on on stage from how she's talking like I just will watch for that I don't know why oh is Christina my, still this, with this, us 
I'm sure I she's still so. with us. I don't know about the show, but I know well, she's great. still with shout us. Out to, shout out to Christina then. You know what I'm that saying? Is Give her so, her flowers. Yo, I never knew that black Americans would sit and <laughs> yeah. watch these shows. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Asante, you said you would also watch... 75 years old. The soap operas? There was... One of them soap operas, and the only reason I, st- I started I watching the, the name of the one, <laughs> the, the major I, one. I, yeah, whatever the soap opera, look, it was in Espanol, and it wasn't just one word, like Christina. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what the soap opera was, but I used to watch it, and I only remembered the soap opera because on Cedric the Entertainer, they would make fun of it with a Spanish skit called Que Hora Es. <laughs> and so that was just like, <laughs> you know, so... like another touch face. When like, I tell oh, you, yeah. I just made my whole day. <laughs> So crazy to sure me. Sure did. <laughs> yeah, a little Telemundo, a little Univision. There were so many channels. Why not spend time in the other places to see what was wow. going on? It was different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what you did was you watched it for things that were still the same. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you would watch they it were. to see That's what you what could relate. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's all the there same. There was some party ass, some fire ass like party show. I have no idea what it was called, but I just know like you would just see like the people like booming and shit. Like dancing. And, like, the cam- it was like, it was like MTV Spring Break, but like on television. Mundo or some shit and it was like just the music and shit I was like la musica like <laughs> wasn't it a um like a game show that was kind of like like let's make a deal kind of like the price right yeah with a male host that had dark hair I can't remember I can't I don't remember what it was but it was like a game show yeah anyway Yes, we was watching yeah. Univision. I needed some that. Time over there. That is hilarious. Yeah, and we called it Sabado, Sabado Gigante because we, <laughs> we pronounced the G's high. <laughs> we did. Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh, that was a good tangent. I needed that. So back to Jacqueline, Jackie, Jackie, Jacqueline, and Josh. Oh, they were another example of, you know, just a story being disrupted with infidelity and it being like messy, right? We're watching Zeus. You know what I mean? We're watching Now That's TV. We're watching Signal 23 television. We're watching all these things that are messy. And, you know, we're into that. But the mess has been rolling for a long time. Okay? A long time. (laughs) And I decided that I wanted to retell one of the first messy stories involving cheating in the next room and all that other shit that has been going. It's a tale as old as time. (laughs) And one of the oldest books of time from the Bible. Okay? We're going to talk about the story of two people... Okay. okay, that wasn't supposed to be together, but an unlikely duo. I want to know if y'all know the story of David and Bathsheba. No. I do not. <laughs> y'all don't. Okay, well, we about to find out. Okay, I'm familiar this with Bathsheba, but I don't actually know the story. <laughs> oh, okay, Lord. well, I'm about to put you on game because listen, this is some of the messiest shit, and it's in the Bible. Okay, Come on, <laughs> this Bible is in study. the Bible. All this I'm shit went down. This. That's Teach right. Us. That's what it is this week. Okay, mm-hmm. this is about to be a black lady sketch show. <laughs> now, you know, <laughs> you know, so the story of David and Bathsheba <laughs> takes place in the book of Second Samuel. Um, the book of Second Samuel chronicles King David's anointing and his reign as the king of Israel. So he was like the big dog. You know what I'm saying? Like even now, people, you know, consider him one of the greats of the biblical king motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But hmm. he literally was messy. 
as fuck. And I'm about to tell y'all what he did. This is some crazy <laughs> shit. When you when you listen to this, it's like we're about to have story time. It's an expose. I don't know what the word was back then for that. But we're gonna, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna pull, we're gonna peel the veil back this week, okay? That's Sending what we're doing. Right to hell. So As nah, Dustin you know say, what I'm saying? Anybody should have went. You're gonna give us the tea. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> yeah. <laughs> Look at you being early on, early for Pride Month. This That's is a right, good week friend. to let people know that sometimes all three of us aren't going to be here, and that you know I just ain't going to make it every week because you know. Um, no, not the goddamn dying. Red Bull. Oh, I said goddamn in the Bible study. Goddamn, like, like, God, like <laughs> oh, oh, we are God. very silly and tired today. Because you know it's going to go down. Just wetting that whistle now. So the story of David and Bathsheba, right? I don't know if you've mm-hmm. often heard of that. People will reference David and Bathsheba. If you grew up in a church or a religious environment and somebody in the damn congregation was cheating, you heard somebody say a David and Bathsheba story, just like remember on Real Housewives of Atlanta in season 13 when Drew Sedora said that uh, Latoya Ali had uh, um, a Delilah spirit. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. It's just one of those things that you right. hear. It's a, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When, you, when you're in those communities. Right, it's exactly. A, mm. It's an energy mm-hmm. signature. It's another way to call somebody a hoe. So if you <laughs> reference, you know what I'm saying, Bathsheba and David and Bathsheba, it's cheating, right? I but this question. is one of the most... Are there a mm-hmm. lot of Davids in the Bible or this is the one David that's been going through all this stuff? There are a lot of Davids in the Bible. It's a lot okay. of stuff that once you really, depending on what, what lens you're looking at things through, if you apply mm-hmm. it to like everyday context, like I'm about to, then you know, you see it differently. So right. some people, you know, you, you, you it's, it's just the Bible. So it's all about okay. interpretation. You know what I'm okay. saying? It's all about what you believe. I was Do like, you damn, believe David been through some things. Right. Well, the story of him and Bathsheba <laughs> is one of the most dramatic accounts in the Old Testament. They outside fighting. It's horrible. <laughs> um, so look, so one night they was in Jerusalem. Now, you know, Jerusalem was like New York. You know what I'm saying? Jerusalem was like popping. Everything was, Jerusalem was like was a big scene. ass city. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Jerusalem was like Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? That's where all the, <laughs> think about it. All the famous, the Bible people are famous because it was other people on the earth than just these niggas. <laughs> So this is like, I look at the Bible as like, you know what I'm saying? An archive of like. The who's who. Yeah, like Ebony Magazine back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, it's about the stars. David, Solomon. You know what I'm saying? Like all Noah. You know what I'm saying? All them, them the, the, the superstars, you know? It's like the Met, the Met Gala book for the time. So Anyway, they was in Jerusalem and it was a war going on and King David, you know, he was running shit and it was a war going on. So his country was at war, basically, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He didn't want nothing to do with the shits. He wanted to stay away from the battle. So he was at home on his rooftop walking around, right? Thinking about the war and staying out the way. First of all, the fact that he had a rooftop is further, you know, proof to my theory that Jerusalem was, you know, where it was going on at. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, King David, you know what I'm saying? He had a rooftop. He had a badass crib and he was walking <laughs> on rooftop. So the nigga had outdoor space, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which I, is always a premium. Okay. This is a nice building. Especially in the major So city. he's on his, that's what I'm saying. 
He's on his uh, balcony and his rooftop, not balcony, on his rooftop. And 2 Samuel 11, verse 2, lets us know that he noticed a beautiful woman bathing nearby. Okay. So he already seen her in the bath. Now, I don't know what kind of tubs they had back then, but I just assume everything was stone. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) the tombs and the pyramids and all that shit, everything was just limestone everywhere. So mm-hmm. I could see her, you know what I'm saying, in that muddy water, because, you know, it wasn't like the water was clear. The the dirt from the, the natural rock and the sheet rocks and shit <laughs> was all in the water. But she was in there making it happen, bathing mm-hmm. through the pain, you know. I hope she has, I don't know. But she was in there, you know what I'm saying? He's seen that milky water. Think about, like, when you be in a... Was she on her roof? Like in the Caribbean. Was she in a window? Like, you saw her through a window? <laughs> He saw her from the roof, so she was up in the high rises too. And, and and a bad bitch luxuriating like that, you know what I'm saying? She probably was up there where he was at, making the same, you know what I'm saying? Bread with the king. You know, all the rich people live around each other. So she was up, and don't none of them cover their windows. So, you know, bad she was up there, you know, BBL'd up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Taking a shower, whatever. Her, her milkshake brought the boys to oh the yard. Oh my God. In this case, Please. it was King David. So, <laughs> and that's on Second Samuel eleven verse two. Oh so anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> this is oh. a, this some zoo shit, y'all. I'm just the, the twists and turns. I'm just getting started. Ooh. Oh my god! Look, please. So David me. seeing her, he was like, "Yo, I'm about to figure out what's up with that." So he asked one of his servants about her, like, you know, run the run the facts, like, what's up. And the servant told him that she was, her name was Bathsheba. I guess they looked up her bibliogram. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You are so annoying. He took himself out with that one. You see you. <laughs> they looked up her. They they went to they went to swiping them stone tablets. <laughs> oh my god! Until they got to her profile, you know what oh I'm saying? Oh my Jesus! Which looked like a, a hieroglyphic, and it was like this her. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so they told David that uh, her name was Bathsheba, and that she was the right the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Okay, who happened Uriah to be the uh, Hittite. The Hittite, okay? H-I-T-T-I-T-E. The mm. Hittite. That sounds mm. like a, a, a producer produced by Hittite. You know what I'm saying? Beats by Hittite. <laughs> <laughs> okay? What's your um, what's your tag? You're right at a Hittite. 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 <laughs> produced by Hittite. Yeah. Anyway, but no, he was Hittite actually one of David's. Hittite got another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it sound like that. Oh no, you gotta go do old school. <laughs> Say hi to Hittite. <laughs> we are so. I'm a little Maybach music. So Uriah the Hittite though happened to be one of David's mighty men or one of his soldiers. So he was actually one of David's workers. You know what I'm saying? Because David was the king, and Uriah was one of his like biggest soldiers. Soldiers. So he was basically like a marine. They're the ones that's on the front, right? Mm, I don't know. Ain't the marines on the front <laughs> line? Uh, well, whoever, that's what he was like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, um, so even though she was married to him, David didn't give a fuck. And he, they said that he, the, according to second Samuel 23, 39, after he found out whose wife that was, he didn't care. And he summoned her to the palace and they wow, said, wow, the disrespects. Okay? <laughs> he said, oh, you in? So, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Look. 
What's up? You know what I'm saying? He was wow. He wanted to see she was gonna slide, and apparently she did. She got out that mud tub and put a towel. Please leave this tub. <laughs> I put don't a this tub for the she rest of this. Cloth around her head. Wow. Went on and tipped on across the the cobblestone and went on over there to David. So anyway, so later on, of course, as things go, you know, you never can do wrong. You never can do, uh, you can win when you play dirty. And also what's dark always come to light. So later on, according to 2 Samuel 11, 5, that's the receipt. These scriptural references, that's the receipts I'm dropping, right? So according to 2 Samuel 11, 5, Bathsheba found out she was pregnant, y'all. <gasps> now, you know, her man, her man is away at war. Remember, her nigga out deployed. You know what I'm saying? He's at war. And she gets she coming up pregnant. So oh, she shit. told David, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we finna do about this? You know what I'm saying? Cause like I'm I'm pregnant and you know it's your baby. My man is at war. Like, what you gonna do? So the king's reaction was an attempt to hide his sin. He commanded Uriah to report back to him from the battlefield. So he was like, All right, I got it. Don't even trip. You know what I'm saying? They probably did it again. You know what I'm saying? Right then or whatever. Because <laughs> he had came up with a plan. So Uriah basically said, I'm going to have, or David basically said, I'm going to have Uriah come back from the war. You know what I'm saying? And be yeah. around you. And timing. so y'all can like, oh, yeah, have wow, sex. Gosh. And then he can think it's his baby. Oh, Lord. So what he the did, and ain't this some zoo? I told y'all, the, it, this is some M-E-S-S, okay? But and isn't this is Uriah going to be like, Samuel. Why the fuck you calling me out of war? Let's see what happens. Uh-uh. So Uriah, okay, um, so he, you know, Uriah dutifully answered King David's summons. So he got the message to get his ass back there because the king wanted him. So he was like, the king, you know what I'm saying? And he <laughs> got his ass the fuck back. So, um, and David uh, sent him home. You know, once he came to see King David, David was like, you know, you need to go home. Basically, you've been out there fighting on the front lines or whatever. Go be with your family. You know, you've been working so hard. Yeah, go get go chill with your bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been working hard. You had this time, basically, you know? That's what he told what him. The- and so, but instead, instead of going home, Uriah didn't do it. He said, you know what? I'm a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? And I feel bad. You know, he took every, this was Bible time, so they took everything serious AF. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Any oaths or, you know, that's where all it that shit started. Back then. Hell yeah. Like if you stayed at choose, you stood on it literally because they wore sandals everywhere. I don't think anyone had a closed toe <laughs> shoe until like the Ford Model T came out. But but this right here time, you know, they was 10 toes literally down. Um, wow. They stood on what they said. So since Uriah, OK, was so heavy in the military shit and, you know, he was one of them types, you know, them husbands military real strict everything is just military mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. my country tis the end shit he was like uh-uh he said what do i look like chilling with my girl while my men on the battlefield my brothers are still out there fighting for oh, all shit. of us in harm's way he was like i can't do that i i can't he was like i'm asleep in the in the slave quarters in the um where the servants quarters are of the palace. I'm not going to go home and chill with her. I'm going to sleep out here with the servants until this war is over. If you're not going to let me go back and keep fighting. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm just going to sleep in the servants' quarters. No sense. No sense. Right. Was, it's stupid. That's why she right. was cheating on him in the first place. Where was she? You know what I'm saying? Because he should have hit him with a speech. Like, look. Back in her ancestors and watching no, Bridgerton just... when she should have been over here <laughs> looking at this. Okay. Um, so anyway, 
So according to 2 Samuel 9 through 11, Uriah did the same damn thing the next night, which David was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? He tried to um, get him drunk. Yeah, he tried to give him some wine and shit the next night and get him like loose or whatever to go over there and fuck. You know what I'm saying? But he wouldn't do it. He just was like, you know, he showed integrity. And it was in sharp contrast to King David's sneaky, messy ass and lack of integrity, right? So... David at this point is starting to click for him like, yo, we fucked. If this nigga, if I can't get him over there to fuck her, what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? Since the war was still going on, David was like, there's more than one way to skin a cat. You know what I'm saying? He was like, all right, you so down. You know what I'm saying? Since you since you so down for your brothers and shit, you get your ass back out there then. And David told all the other um, soldiers to bag back, right? And let him kind of just be out there in the front by himself. What? Set him up. And guess what happened? Gone. Okay. He got mowed down out there. You know what I'm saying? I guess he was out there scent tripping. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Next thing you knew. (laughs) Next thing you knew, they got his ass. He was out there. He was out there throwing up Jerusalem and shit. You know what I'm saying? They said, you know, throwing up J's and shit. They had that. He thought his boys had his back. And they was like, King David told us to do the Homer Simpson. So they literally fell back in the bushes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and let, let Uriah get wet up. So I guess the Hittite oh got God. hit up, you know what I'm saying, out there on the front lines. I knew it was and he well, was this makes sense battle. then because then people won't know whether he slept with his yeah. wife or not because he's gone. Yeah. They can't ask. Oh, my God. But they Jesus. will know. That Bathsheba is pregnant as her belly grows, right? Mm-hmm. So explain to me what you think happened according to 2 Samuel 11, verse 27. What do you think happened um, right there after uh, Uriah was killed in the battle? David married David. Bathsheba. I was going to say he killed and her too. So, so was David not married? Well, I mean, I guess not, but... It's so bad, right? How old is David? Uh, he the king, so... And that was his TI's age. And because the husband (laughs) was dead, that was like not frowned upon, right? Because she had the right to remarry. And yes, but what was crazy was it says that right after her time of mourning. So he waited right until basically (laughs) after the funeral and married her right then. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and so, but the like I said in 2 Samuel eleven twenty seven, when it talks about this, it also talks about the thing. It's, it says, quote, the thing David had done, Ariana DuBose. It says the thing <laughs> David had done displeased the Lord. So he was basically in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Because back then, that's when you could hear God, when you do something bad, it say, I see you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit like that was happening. To, shit like that was happening to people back then. And so David knew he had fucked up. Oh, he's like, damn, I got this. That's called being blood guilty. Like, damn, I, you know, I had to basically murder this nigga to cover up for the fact that I fucked her. And now she's pregnant. And what are we going to do? So all of that happened, right? Well, when their child was born, because, you know, she had the baby or whatever. And yeah. so when David and Bathsheba's child was born, the Lord sent the prophet Nathan to confront David, right? Because the Lord was mad at him. So he told his boy Nathan from um, Insecure, he said, you know what? You got to get out there. You know what I'm saying? Since you drive, since you do Uber. Yeah, he said Nathan, all right. He said Nathan all the way out there or whatever. And so when Nathan went to go check David or whatever, and I guess at this time, like the prophets or whatever, when they came to visit you and like, 
getting your business, you can't, you know, you couldn't contest that. Cause personally, if I'm already the king, you know what I'm saying? And I done already basically fixed this problem. Why would I give a damn about a ball, crystal ball, rubbing ass nigga coming around my, uh, you know what I'm saying? Talk about you a prophet and shit. I don't care. The original fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mm. But when he did it, what he did, the way he told him, he wasn't just like direct about it, right? This prophet Nathan, he used a parable. He told David that a rich man, and but so basically he he told rich David about a situation that was going on that was really just an analogy to, you know, a situation. It was a situation that was akin to what David had done, right? Mm. He wanted David to understand the, how wrong he was. So, so he was like, you know, one time I was on a rooftop and I seen a bad bitch in a bathtub. Like, right. And basically, they was sitting there like, uh, that's crazy. Basically, <laughs> what he did was he waited for the siren to go by. So he keep telling the story. <laughs> and um, oh, uh, I hate that. And I'm sorry. Um, Imagine the sirens in Jerusalem. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. The sirens back sirens. in the Flintstones time, they too. They had gongs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Just hitting that shit, this. rolling down the. Well, never mind. <laughs> They're coming to get King David's lying ass. <laughs> okay. Well, that's getting louder, so I'm just going to talk through it. Um. <laughs> All of this is crazy, and I wonder why. Well, I wonder you. really specifically what Nathan said to King David's ass. Because I, I bet his ass had to be really effective to actually do something. <laughs> so when the baby was born, the Lord sent Nathan to go see King David and tell him basically like, look, this man, um, there, there's a situation going on right now where a rich man took a poor man's only sheep and he killed it. You know what I'm saying? Even though he had a bunch of, you know, um, sheep of his own and flocks of his own. He killed this poor man's sheep. Like, would something need to be done about this injustice? And so since King David used to be a shepherd, right, before he got his new job as a king, he was a, a, a shepherd, mm. like Sherry. And so he was he was so <laughs> angered, you know what I'm saying? He got so mad about this story. It was personal for him because he still paid his dues to the shepherd's union and all that shit. He still attended the shepherd's union meetings and shit. You know, he was retired from the Shepherd's Union. So anyway, he this story made him angry. Then he thought it was true. So he said, as surely as the Lord lives, the man who did this must die. And he must pay for that lamb four times over because he did such a thing and had no pity. So he, you know, spoke this death over this fictional man or whatever and said that he had to pay for it four times, according to 2 Samuel 12, uh, Verses five and six. So then Nathan said, well, ho, ho, bitch, guess what? He said, you are the man in 2 Samuel 12, verse seven. Okay? okay. And he said that he was, you the one that's guilty of this sin and the judgment will be upon your house in the form of ongoing violence. God okay. Damn. He told him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and Nathan, he, David repented, right? Like, of course, like everybody do when you basically got a gun to their head. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. You know what I'm saying? David went into all that shit. Nathan was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, bitch. He said, um, he said, the Lord has taken away your sin. You're not going to die. But because by doing this, you have shown utter contempt for the Lord, the son born to you will die. He <gasps> no. said, yeah. Yeah. And so remember, when I he and now it wasn't just baby. that one 
<laughs> wasn't just that one baby either. Remember when David was popping his shit, you know what I'm saying? Thinking that they wasn't talking about him. He said it was going to happen four times over, right? Oh, no. Four times over, y'all. So, um, no. So, <clears throat> David's sons, four of them, suffered untimely deaths. Yep. Four of his sons died. Yep. What the? Yeah, ain't that fucked up? So, um, but even after all of that, God was because strict. God had forgiven him, <laughs> he sure was. Because God had forgiven him, um, we know that later on in the book of Second Samuel, um, David and Bathsheba's next son, Solomon, ended up becoming the heir to the throne and the next king. Mm. So, you know, that's a little bit of silver lining, but yeah, y'all, that's the story of David and Bathsheba. It's some love and wow. hip hop shit, love and hip hop Jerusalem. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what? That's yeah. the title of this week's episode. Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> Love and Hip Hop Jerusalem. Hey, I'm going to yes, tell you I'm something sorry, right now. If I lived in Jerusalem, I would not be homosexual, honey. <laughs> they cut it off. You know what happened if you Look, get caught stealing. Can you imagine what, what happened if you... <laughs> you know. <laughs> they cut your hand off when you steal. So if they catch you... <laughs> you know. Look, I'm going to be on my rooftop singing to a, another nigga. Uh, if I can't have you, I should <laughs> sing up for the rest of my life. <laughs> ISIS, no, yes. They're not going to stone me in. No, I won't be castrated. Look, I'm going to put that <laughs> remix on deck, so okay? Like, I feel like I could really learn Thank the Bible you. with this type of storytelling. You should do this more often. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Because now I know. No, I got you. We, we can have Bible study. Yeah, we yeah. have Bible study different times this is- now. There's certain things, I mean, you know, people need to know. <laughs> so we're going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> this was so interesting because I heard the name, obviously, but I just mm-hmm. never looked into what the story was about. Right. Thank you. This is and good. now you know. And they now you to know. They come to give you the hell. Nah. <laughs> okay. And with they, that they being heard you said, was telling stories. Let's bring in the wind chimes or the sirens, whichever one works. Hopefully they loud in these damn sirens. <laughs> bring in the wind chimes. I've been doing this so, too long. I wanted to. I wanted to. I just kept thinking, me and Uriah, every time he mentioned his name. <laughs> I was playing over and over in my head. I was Good like, one. oh my God, God forgive me. Great one. But... <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Love that one. Me and Uriah. <laughs> we go, go back, back like, like babies and pastifiers. Mm-hmm. So King I Davis wa- baby. <laughs> oh no. Four babies. Mm-hmm. Not your baby, Uriah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so I wanted to take the opportunity to thank the women of Cleveland this past weekend. That event was so incredible, y'all. They turned up. They showed out. It was full of women, beautiful women from Cleveland. They were telling me that people don't really go to Cleveland for, like, events. Like, tours don't stop there. A lot of major tours don't stop there. Podcast tours absolutely don't stop there. So they were just, yeah, it made me wonder, like, what? That's true. We never, like, consider Cleveland when we're setting up our tours. And I wonder why that is. Because obviously it's a very black city. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it made me wonder. But they were so thankful, you know, that something was brought to their city. And then obviously the podcast is highlighting their city. 
not in the yes. best light because it's it's a, a livability index that had really really sad data but it made me happy to have an event where we talked about it but also celebrated just being in each other's space and i want to thank yes. work enlightened um enlightened solutions that's the research company that a lot of our data is coming from with the podcast mm-hmm. and they're the ones that actually brought me out to cleveland so thank you to chi chi thank you to bethany um, they're the co-founders of the organization and it was just really beautiful it kind of warmed me up too to our mm-hmm. future tour um <laughs> just to, it reminded me it reminded me of that feeling that we love you know when mm-hmm. you're just in that space with people who love you and listen to you and there's sort of like that exchange of energy it just it did mm-hmm. feel really good i almost feel like we've been out of that feeling for so many years now because of quarantine mm-hmm. and covid um and it was like a really sweet and me moving, yeah, it was a really sweet reminder of what of what that is like to kind of share space with our listeners. So thank you to everyone who showed up. Thank you, thank you to right? everyone who showed they- up. Then. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I can't. Thank you to Jade who came with me, and it was actually really yes. exciting because the listeners for getting grown right and Jade and XD were able to mm-hmm. share space with her, which was really exciting for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank Marlene Harris Taylor, who's the host of the show. It was so funny that we have been working on this podcast together for it's gonna be a year in like two months Mm. um that we've been putting this together and this was our first time meeting it's funny how remote work just kind of changed the landscape of how teams are formed you know so it was Mm -hmm. cool to see her in person and hug her she took us to a a soul food spot (laughs) after the event was over shout out to zanzibar you know one thing cleveland does not we were having a hard time finding like good tasting food cleveland I was going to say, going what was Jade's Creed? Jade's really? Creed. Yes. I'm surprised. That's a very Jam- black I city. I had Jamaican. F- I ordered some oxtail and Jade said, well, you're adventurous. And I was like, well. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, friend, you in, I, I mean, I don't know the migration. I mean, to I'm going to assume not think the Caribbean. She always trying to talk about somebody's food. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I mean, ever she since she got her degree. Yes, she shall. It was Ever since she got that degree, she's been acting fun. She changed. Listen, whenever I go <laughs> out with changed. Jade, I mean, whenever I go out with, with a lot of people I trust, but you, Jade specifically, I'd be like, Jade, just order for me. Whatever Please. you choose, you yes. know what I like. Yeah, you know so, what? So she yeah. won't talk about your food the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she making me feel so bad. Time. We did not find good food. It was really tricky. Um, but Cleveland was nice to be there. <laughs> I haven't been there in a long time, so it was cool to come back, mm-hmm. kind of full circle moment. Shout and, out to Cleveland. Right? Shout out to Cleveland. Shout out to everyone. Um, shout out to my producer too, Hannah Leach of Evergreen Studios. She's like the senior producer on the project. She's incredible. It was nice to share space with her. Sean, oh, our good. mixer and engineer. Just want to shout out the team team. Um, and then the cool announcement that was made was that we actually – We'll have a season two of the hey! podcast. Hey! Yes, I know. Yes. That was such a pleasant yes. surprise. We kind of sensed that we might, considering the momentum, you know, we're only like four or five episodes in. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> I can't. We're a couple episodes in, so it felt good that we've already been on the new and noteworthy on Apple Podcasts, yes. you know, yes. and... and Lots and lots of downloads. And so 
I wasn't surprised, but it's nice for that to be confirmed and even what the topic is going to be about. So I'm looking forward to it. Thank you to all the listeners of this show who obviously have been crucial to the listenership on Living for We. Thank you for your support and the sharing. And even those of you who flew in, there were a lot of friend zone listeners who flew in from New York and from a lot of the neighboring you. cities that just were like, girl, we don't know if you ever going to be seen again. <laughs> so we're going to take advantage. <laughs> but that's really dope too, friend, because you're doing oh, such important sad. work. So the fact that people are just drawn to you mm-hmm. and then that you have such amazing messages, it's like, okay, just, you know, follow me camera. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Taylor for coming on from Big Brother with CBS. Mm-hmm. CBS, you know, doing that stimulus package for people of color. So imagine all the businesses or the companies or the feds in Cleveland that are going to really look at what's going on and be like, hey, you know, we need to do more for people of color out here and then Absolutely. just start, you know, booming for black people. So you're just part of such a great, amazing, dope ass fucking movement. Yeah. Season two, three, four, five, all yeah, the right. awards, shit. I, that was I the pray plan. you get any and everything because yes. it's so fucking fly of you. Thank to you. Just and be they so, said so, that. Part of such great work. Yeah, and it made me proud because obviously I'm not in Cleveland, so there's a lot of local news I'm not privy to, but they were saying Mm -hmm, at the mm -hmm. event that the podcast is actually played on the radio every Wednesday at 9 (laughs) a.m., which is so cool. Like, the actual radio in Cleveland. Wow. NPR Ideastream has a partnership where they get to actually play it as a radio radio programming, like an audio story. They pumping your shit in Cleveland, friend. The newspaper Riding was around, there. Okay, Cleveland yes. Magazine. They were telling me that um, some people were telling me that it's become part of their morning routine. Like they'll play the radio, drive to work, you know, drink their coffee, eat their breakfast. And and that made me feel cool because I was like, my mom it on should. the radio <laughs> in a different That's way. So good. <laughs> I made it too. <laughs> That's so good, friend. So yes. cool. And shout out to Cleveland Magazine, who popped up as well. Apparently, that's like a mm-hmm. big magazine in the city that kind of keeps tabs of everything that's going on. And it felt good mm-hmm. that our uh, podcast is bringing that type of attention where, you know, it's kind of bittersweet that like the black women of Cleveland have been begging for this attention for so many years and yeah. it never happened. And now it took this, which was a, a study created by a white woman. Ain't that how it always goes? Mm. That really changed the landscape of how people are pouring into these uh, these women and creating initiatives and like really just starting to pay attention. And I'm happy. Like I said, it's bittersweet, but I'm happy that they're finally getting what they need and hopefully it yes. continues to grow. Yeah. And, and hopefully yes. we continue to pour in. And the goal is, you know, not just Cleveland, but all the cities that are, you know, mm-hmm. our folks are challenged by that we can kind of keep highlighting in some capacity. So thank you, Enlightened Solutions, for bringing me this weekend to Cleveland. Thank you to all the listeners who popped up to yes. show love. Thank you to the podcast Living for We. And that's it. Just wanted to use my wellness segment to really shine love on the beautiful women that I met this weekend. And that's it for and me. And thank yes. you to you, friend, mm-hmm. for all of your hard work that you put into the community. Thank That's you, right. Asante. I appreciate that. You, there were so many you women that such really integrity. said such nice things. Thank you. They had me crying mm-hmm. at the event. <laughs> I was so emotional at the amount of people that were emotional. You know, like it just felt really good. It reminded me. Sometimes you can keep your head down so much while you work and mm-hmm. you forget mm-hmm. like how yep. it's 
actually makes people feel. So I think it's making me realize that is the importance of sharing space so you can like see people and hear them and talk to them and get their feedback, you know, and it felt really good. Yep. So that's thank wonderful, you, Cleveland. I Congratulations. Know. Yes, thank friend. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. This is the friend zone. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? Well, y'all friend on the radio. No. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ain't that so funny? Life is so funny. Like, if you completely in Cleveland or different trajectory. Cleveland, that is amazing. <laughs> completely different trajectory, but mama, I made it. That's so You're going to start getting uh, jobs and bookings from Cleveland. You're going to be like, I don't live out there. Right. And they're going to be like, girl, we still want you. I'm going to run from Miss Ohio. <laughs> you didn't. You know what I need? You know how artists, the first time they hear their song on the radio, they always have that video yep. where they're jumping yeah. out the car. I need one of those. <laughs> I need one of those. Damn, you do for real, friend. You might have to fly back so to Cleveland good. on your way home. I'll actually be back there in July, I'll, which I'll announce why, but I'll be back there in July. I'm going to do some cool stuff back uh, as like a wrap up party to celebrate the okay. podcast, but maybe I'll do it then. Yep. <laughs> so that'll be yep. cute. That's it. That's it, though. Asante. That's Wonderful. really amazing. And I secretly have always like wanted that feeling of just. I mean, because, you know, later on in life, I'm going to do radio. But, like, as an artist specifically, that. that that would have been so fly. That moment, right? Be, I feel just like to, you like, never know. You never know. That right there, like, that is just such a, like, a vibe that I want to experience, you know, at least three good what times. What is it? <laughs> you say what? <laughs> what is it? It's a vibe all the time. <laughs> it's a vibe all the time. I'm so it's mad at you. It's so far. Everybody, you gotta unzip your pants. Like how she doing her pants open because she pregnant. Don't throw nothing at me now. Right. <laughs> um, so many things have happened in music since we last talked. You gonna let us know. You're gonna let us know. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, you stop it. Let me know. Where is Lori Ann Gibson? Good. Why isn't your name Brian? Let you know. I'm <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> Not you playing that, that song. song? You playing that song this week? Friend, uh, ask Dustin what he's talking about. Because Asante I has I a song that he you. loves I, by this artist named Jet Jeff. <laughs> Wait a minute. And the song Jeff. is called, the song is called Let Me Know. And that is Asante's shit. Yes. I'm literally Friend, this is just like BMF, just so you know what's happening. Is this song Chasing Dallas? Yeah. Is it Shout really? out to Chasing Dallas. We watch. <laughs> yep. Yes, and you Jet, are correct. Jet. We watch. And this song is a jam. Oh, <laughs> oh, two T's, please. two F's. I got yeah. it. Jet Jeff. Play date. Friend, oh, it's an EP. Oh, no, it's an album. Friend, we like the song like called Let Me look. Know, friend. No, That's Justin, the song that Asante loves the most. Yeah, yes, Dustin actually <laughs> did this to me yesterday. Asante's song is no. called Let Me Know by Jed Jeff. That's his song of the week. I am about to go song. He to loves play. it. That's the one he's been playing. I don't know how you, I don't know why he's playing. That's the song he's been playing. Up here. And you he know what? let you know. I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> what, what, what's the story about Bethesda? <laughs> Bethesda. <laughs> David was like, I'm gonna let her know. <laughs> Bethesda. I'm howling. Oh Ooh. God. 
so many other <laughs> things. <Bethesda. laughs> So, <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. You know who lives there? You know who lives in Bethesda? Giselle, the person right? that boy said. Oh, no. That's to... what he told me. Yeah. Oh, I was right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we do TV Hi, Land in music? I just no. need a moment. No. Okay. No. Because we finna just go to songs to play at this point. Y'all finna just pull up y'all songs while y'all just doing this to me. Um, Coachella happened. A lot of artists performed. Uh, I specifically, I mean, a lot of artists performed. I'm not even finna go down and try to list everybody. I just want to tell you about a couple of highlights that I thought were really and cool. nothing memorable. I'm gonna just tell you about a highlight that I thought was really cool. Only because, because friend is correct i didn't even get the chance to go through youtube streams like i normally do but while i i caught one thing and i was about to turn because i was about to be like oh this ain't really for me until i realized what was going on zendaya was on stage performing oh with with, labyrinth yes and it was oh oh the the euphoria songs i think they oh yes that's cool right it was super dope. I was like, well, this is fucking fly. Like, I felt like, like that was that old school Coachella festival feeling that I think that you should get because I don't really know. But um, I was like, oh, this is super hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it made yes. fans of the show, my bad, Tay, but it made no, fans ahead. fans of the show feel like Rue doing good. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's how I felt seeing it. I, I don't know. I'm I, I was like... You. I was like, oh, if I look that at is it felt like I was random. looking at Rude like like doing better. That's what it felt like. <laughs> Euphoria put us through hell for these two seasons. You know what I'm saying? We've been so worried about Rue. She still owed that lady that money and all yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So we've been so to see her performing on that stage, I just and hearing Ru. the music, I was like, Rue, she cleaned her act up. Rue's on her snowfall right now. Maybe next okay. season. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I just want to let you know. Go ahead. <laughs> see, friend? Your song. You, you, you see? You, you got a boo? You I want to hear it. Know. Is that going to be your pick for yeah. this segment? I'm oh, not picking It's that. a Sante song. Play it, Tay. Do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um... What I will do is move on. I just want to quickly shout out some things around the internet. For those of you that know me best, I am a notorious YouTuber. That is mm-hmm. what I do best. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going through my YouTube history to find the things that I wanted to talk about and some of the things that I watch. Uh, what? <laughs> on YouTube? Mm-hmm. He will anyway, uh, I was laughing. YouTube, you know what I'm talking about. Here, I was know. laughing. I was laughing because I actually watched the Hollywood group chat with Tokyo Tony. And oh my god! <laughs> the Hollywood group chat. That's a new show. So Megan James uh, of the Bad Girls Club, and I guess she did an episode of Baddies uh, South when that happened. Uh, she that's her podcast. Oh, where, okay, okay, got you. Yeah. And she interviewed Tokyo Tony, and it was a very odd interview, it but entertaining awful. nonetheless. And Tokyo Tony sat up there lying. You know, I went to the website when she said she had it, right? <laughs> and you should see what comes up an error page. And she ain't oh, got no damn no. website. She was sitting up there lying her ass off, saying she raises children in Africa and 
Megan asked her name and their names, and she's like, I don't know their damn names. It's like, and she rumbled off a name that sounded African. That okay. was ridiculous. And she was okay. and, and was being insensitive as fuck. I was like, whoa. She's like, a disgusting person, for yeah. real. Like, she is literally, and some of the, it's one thing for her to be funny and shit and like have an outrageous take, but she be saying shit that is like next level, like disrespectful as fuck, homophobic as fuck, transphobic as fuck. Like, her and Megan James, the next day, she was saying how she was going to try to fight Megan James and all this other shit. She see why her mama don't fuck with her. Yeah. She, like, she left her hell? some shit. Yeah. She is it awful. Was, like. Yeah, nuts and bolts. Um, Speaking of people lying their ass off, and because I'm talking about YouTube, I want to quickly shout out Suki Hana. She was on the Jason Lee show, which is on Revolt. Um, Suki Hana was lying her ass off. Jason Lee brought up the... Um, the Megan Thee Stallion Tory Lanez incident <laughs> and it was funny watching Sukihana lie and say that she didn't know anything about that happening but then when she said that she knew it happened but she didn't know anything else about it she literally did not know anything else about it so it actually was accurate of her to lie and say she didn't hear about it because I just found that to be super entertaining that she lied because the way he was asking her and she was like nah I ain't hear nothing about that it was almost believable but after realizing she really didn't know any of the fucking details she was like I don't follow those people like I did that song with Megan not realizing that it happened the night that they were hanging out later on that night or whatever mm-hmm. like Suki Hana had no idea she was like it happened that same night what like and maybe she didn't she was playing dumb still but it was just that's very smart, entertaining low key, Suki, that's how you avoid I mean, that's what I'm saying, like, opinion on some shit in the event that she was playing dumb later on and still pretending I thought that that was a very it still was a very entertaining so like right. if people were like nah she was being smart nah she was being dumb either which way I was entertained so she <laughs> sold it <laughs> um, so shout out to Sukihana I like the way that she moves I love the way that she moves actually she's very unapologetic she don't give a fuck and the music be hitting when it really hits and she has another hit on her hands it's an international hit so she's going on tour she said she had just got her passport Come shout on, out to uh, bitches going around the world yes I love that um <laughs> Um, also, speaking of people that I love, Money Long performed her single Time Machine on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Everybody go watch it just to see her artistry, just to see what she gives in a live set. We got a preview of it before when she performed on the Soul Train um, Hip Hop or R&B Soul Train Awards, whichever show franchise that was. Uh, excuse me for not knowing. Uh, Nicki Minaj <laughs> is on the I Spice remix to Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. We did not talk about that here. I know it's happened maybe a couple of weeks ago. But I would like to mention that I love Ice Spice and she can do no wrong. So I enjoyed the visual of seeing the two frolic together. And I love Ice Spice and Ice Spice is everything. And if you have anything bad to say about Ice Spice, like, why are you even talking? (laughs) Like. (laughs) I mean, she just got that. She just got that swag on lock right now. She's doing all the right things. She just did like a collaboration with eBay and a luxury designer eBay and somebody big. And I thought that was hot. So mm. uh, shout out to Ice Spice. Even her look on uh, the Met Gala, very cute. I'm just feeling Ice Spice. She definitely is giving me Princess Diana vibes and I live for it. Um, plenty of other things happened in music that I wanted to talk about, but they all escaped me now just because, you know, why not? Um, also, pray for Frank Ocean. And that does not it for the for artist Frank dimension. <laughs> I mean... Oh, you know, one last thing, and then I'll uh, really turn it over for real. Uh, Because SZA has updated her tour date. Last I spoke of her, I did mention that SZA had been, you know, playing with my time because the postponed date was March 25th. 
Um, for those of you that have tickets or care, because some of y'all have been in my mentions, like y'all came in for scissors really hard, as if I said anything super disrespectful, which I did not because I was very careful about my words. It was for her team. And still, the way she moved about some of it, still, there are things to be said about that. Why but, you can't be mad? Exactly. I have every right to be, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I put, I tell it to who really needs to hear it. Anyway, the event is happening September 26th, which is still, you know, where am I going to be September 26th? So that's what I'm, and it's on a Tuesday. See, we recording on a Tuesday. Now this is inconvenience and it's in Philly. Okay. Now there's something else I have to think about. Anyway, since she's updated the, the postponed date because she has a second leg of her tour coming, go see dates for that if you're interested. And um, she put out a remix to Kill Bill with Doja Cat. I wanted something more, but Doja oh, still did what Doja I does. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what'd you think of the remix? I liked it, um, and I was yeah. happy because it propelled the song to number one on the Hot 100. SZA has her first Billboard Hot 100 number one with Kill Bill. So really, SZA's never her. had a number mm-hmm. one. That shocks me so much. Wow. Uh-uh. wow. I, I like that um, Doja's yeah. like in her rapidy rap rap bag. You know, you could tell. Yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. yeah. She gave backpack New York rapper on that one, but yeah, I thought it was cool. Can y'all hear that dog barking? No. Okay, it's barking. Okay, I just need y'all <laughs> to know it's barking. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I just really wanted something more, something else, something I don't know. But I appreciated it. I didn't definitely didn't hate it. Yeah. Yeah, something I don't know because I already liked the Kill Bill track. So Doja just being on there, mm. it was just that Doja was on there, which was cool. It was all right, but I don't know. I just wanted. I I know what. And maybe Doja was like, you know, hey, girl, here you go. But, you know, I got to keep my real, real good stuff to myself. I don't know. I just know that. I don't know. And I just know that this is me giving my opinion. So if you like the song, I'm not saying like it's a bad song or you should hate it. Any of that. It's just not all that for me. But yeah, I, can I, I get what you're saying. Both you know of them are saying? two talented artists that norm- normally give you some sort of unexpected thrill moment in their offerings to a song. And her contribution, although it's 100% so solid and dope, right. rapping our ass off, right. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a, like you said, friend, a flip in some way or right. a, a reimagining of a, a right. new approach. Song, she just yeah. got in there and did her damn thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I get what right. you're saying. It wasn't that. bad whatsoever, you know? Yeah. 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 But uh, oh yeah, that does it for this uh, for this artist dimension portion of the music man. Now we move on to songs to play because I really want to know what songs you have been playing, friend. What you got for us? Have I already playing? played? Because I don't remember. Did I play "Good Day" by Theo Croker? Do y'all remember? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Think so. I, but just I don't think in I case, remember that name. <laughs> right? So "Good Day" by <clears throat> Theo Croker, Ego LMA. And Delo from Jay Davey. They dropped the record together and it's okay. so bomb. Really, it's a whole EP that y'all should check out by Theo Croker. Um, but this record in particular really stood out to me. And I like the message. Life, I feel like the world has been really heavy. So it's nice to just hear songs while having a good day. And this is how it goes.
Okay. Oh, yeah. I've already downloaded the whole project. Good day. Sometimes you just need a record like that. And Theo, I, I actually went to college. I went to college with Theo. He was in the music program. Always been an extremely talented jazz musician. So to see him really out here and like working. Yeah, with like all these dope artists. And he's like really doing his thing. He's been on tour in Europe for like the past couple of years, really, every time I see his IG. So definitely check out Theo Croker. Of course, we love Brooke DeLoe of Jay Davey. That's family. And then mm-hmm. Ego LMA is super talented as well. So Good day, dope record. That's I wonder how me. many people are going to see Delo and be like, "Oh my god, XD." Yeah, right. Remember, I told you, that I told him one day, like, you know, my friend, <laughs> you know, my friend has your uh, name as his brand. He was like, "Oh," <laughs> and I introduced them, and XD was like, "Well, that was awkward." <laughs> oh, Dustin. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's it for me. Just those two. Oh, actually, you know what? I will play one more. One song. I'll play one more. Um, Remember Jazzy? You play one song though. You talking about just those two? Yes, yes, I love Jazzy. (laughs) So Jazzy, (laughs) I finally got a chance. I must be tired. I finally got a chance to sit down and listen to the. Was it an EP that Jazzy dropped? Um, mm-hmm. So the song that stood out to me was Car Replay. It came on actually. Shout out to my Uber driver <laughs> who was driving me. Songs for women, free games for Yeah, niggas. this Uber driver, and it popped up, and I was like, "Yo, this is dope." So it made me sit and listen to the whole project. But this is the song that I like. It's Car Replay by Jazzy, J O Z Z Y. Showing love, just that love record sound. Yo, Jazzy, talk to him. You cross my mind Thinking about you How you doing? How you been? So glad I found you Cause it lingered from time to time Was this the best thing I could find? I was just gonna say, I'm not gonna lie, it, it's something about Diddy and that sound that it will it's always be nostalgic me. for <laughs> us, too. As soon as it came on, I was like, Oh, hold up, what is this? And then I realized that okay. this is the Jazzy uh, artist he'd been talking about for a while. Mm-hmm. So, those are my two, my actual two this time, and that's it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dustin Ross, you ready to play your Jet Jeff song? Yeah, I'm playing four songs this week. If I play Jet Jeff, it's going to be five, so I'm only playing four. (laughs) (laughs) This song is by Miguel. It's called Give It To Me. Give it to me. 
This next song is called um, Do It Again by NLE Chopper. And you gotta, okay. when you listen to it, you gotta picture that video of them goth kids underneath that underpass. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think about that when you listen to it. <laughs> this song, <laughs> this next song is called "Automo Booty" by NLE Chopper, Lowly Brook, and Modesty. If she got red hair, if she clean in between, don't cut like a hood. Long figure nails, nappy hair, yeah. Do it with a bunnet on till my toes curl. You look good on your feet, but better on your knees. Worshiping my D, twerking while you ride me. She dickmatized. She said, come and meet. And I did it with my dumb. I need a plan B. I'm in the jazz. She say you still hard. Hurry up for my get soft. If I get soft, grab a while you slop, 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 slop down. Double d- something like that now. Cause she hit it one time, then the passed out. You gotta wake up so you don't miss the Uber. New gang of coming through. Hallelujah. I ain't finna lick them low. Baby, I ain't looter. She can't bring another to her. I'm always fly cause my main the booster. And she a shooter. My side cooler. Hey, you doing all that twerking. Yeah, work, work, work like you know what you're working. Yeah, yeah. Toot, toot, tooty, tooty. Yeah. We're spinning like an automobile. Yeah. So that's automobile. Yeah, and the last song... <laughs> That I'm gonna play. Automo booty. Yes, yes, ma'am. The last song that I'm gonna play is by this rapper named I Candy. It's called Keep That Nigga. Hey, 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 keep that nigga. Bitch, I'm back in my ass, got bigger. Pretty face and a real nice figure. Shoot your shot, nigga. Pull that trigger. For my ex, you can keep that nigga. 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 Fuck my ex, you can keep that nigga. Fuck my ex, you can keep that bitch. Held a nigga down, shoulda pimped that tree. Word around town, yeah, you know I'm really lit. Left a nigga ass, so you know I'm getting thick. How the fuck I'm hot, breaking all this ice? How the fuck it shine when it ain't no lights? How I'm so wrong, but.
but it feels so right. How she so mean, but it feels so nice. Bad little baby rapper CB County. Got these niggas waiting on me like a fresh out the county. How these square niggas can't even get around me. How these square niggas can't even get around me. Bitch, I'm back and my ass got bigger. Pretty face and a real nice figure. Shoot your shot, nigga, pull that trigger. For my ex, you can keep that nigga. For my ex, you can keep that nigga. For my ex, you can keep that nigga. <laughs> yeah, That's just a jam for y'all. Them the four songs <laughs> to play this week. I love and I love when you give it to me. That Miguel song is my shit. <laughs> you know, I'm so I mean, happy to... he's back. Ooh, I, yes. that album I just wanted to quickly say that that takes him back to almost like that uh that like candles in the wind feel mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that whole era. And I'm just mm-hmm. excited to see what we finna get. So thanks, Miguel. Mm-hmm. He was thanks, gone for Miguel. too long. I could keep going, but. You know what I'm saying? I ain't finna, you know, DJ the section. <laughs> no, you didn't. But I really hope no, Asante plays Jet Jeff. Uh, well, sorry to disappoint. You're not as gonna I, play it as much as we've talked Dustin, about it. I feel like you have to play Dustin, it. Dustin, you can go on ahead and play the song because I am not All right, this is Asante's song, y'all. This is not my song. That's why Dustin this is playing artist it. that he loves so much called Jet Jeff and the song is called Let Me Know featuring Kesey and Astro. Friend, friend Dustin loves up. this song. Listen, friend. Dustin loves this song, friend. Play the whole Listen, thing. Friend. Ty, just don't put it all in so Dustin can mm, have his life. You got a boo. You smash. Friend, when we listen to the flow changes, that's what Dustin loves the most. That's his favorite part. It was Dustin knowing every word for me. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> don't get us in that. You know what? You know what? Let me mute my mic. <laughs> Dustin, don't, don't, forget to, don't forget to send a track, Dustin, since you played it. You're looking your good. Song. <laughs> you want to smash? Maybe you should let me hurry because I'm on the go. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> Woo! Cash and checks a whole lot of zeros. <laughs> I needed that. Thank you. We all did. <laughs> Friend, it was the way you was following. <laughs> I was trying to really get into it because Dustin was very excited to play. I'm going to choke. <laughs> Where'd it come on? Where'd it come on? He'd be Woo! like, You want to smash? You looking good? <laughs> Oh, I love that song. Wow. Shout out to Jed Jeff and shout out to Chasing Reality overall. We watch all them shows. Yeah, shout out to Chasing Reality. Yep. Y'all inspired me to get back into it because I haven't watched since Chasing Atlanta. Was yeah, it? yo, you gotta watch What's Dallas. That first one? Yeah, Chasing Atlanta was first. Then um, Dallas came after that. Then LA came. But Dallas is oh, airing wow. right now. It's a new season of Dallas. So shout out to everybody from Chasing Reality. I, best of luck to all of them. <laughs> It's a bunch of people that just want to make it. You know what I'm saying? They Trying to thing in different Zeus. industries. Yeah, might as well. Shit. They should put them on Zeus. Yeah. But shout out That'd to them, cool. though. Shout out to Chasing Reality. Yes. 
<laughs> I just really need a moment from Dustin. That's why I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know. Hey. <laughs> you hey. looking good? You want to smash? You got a boo? You got a boo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why. I, ain't it? See how you can't forget it? They played it during the show, and I was like. <laughs> This show, this song hits, is stuck with me. Would you used to say that's some hits, hits that stick uh, like grits? Yeah, hits that stick like motherfucking grits. That's why I had to let y'all know about the song. <laughs> Asante loves it so much. Woo! Oh God! I just have to let you know. <laughs> that's the shit. It's, it's it stuck to your head. Once you, you hear it, yeah. You want to smash? <laughs> Hurry, cause I'm on the go. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> Hurry, cause I'm on just, the just go. get it out, just get mm-hmm. it out, your Friend, please just say it again, cause I'm you, done. Because <laughs> every time you do it, it's gonna set me back. It's gonna set me back every time. I'm gonna meet my mic. Cause I'm you really commit to it. It ain't, go, it ain't going nowhere. You're really committing to it, and it's taking Come me on. out. Oh my god, mm. no. No, I want to hear the song again. It's when Fran is asking it. You heard him say, You got a boo? You got a boo? You want to smash? That's the shit, y'all. You got to do, do, do the Van Van dance. <laughs> this. You know what? Why somebody right. gonna say the female rappers is out rapping the male rappers by leaps and bounds? And somebody gonna be somebody quoted the tweet was like, "You damn right." And they gonna put the video of Van Van talking about something. <laughs> <Go on like that. laughs> that little she's so her cute. face because she's so serious. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Little Van Van Woo. on BET." Like hey. <laughs> everybody be going crazy. We love her. You know, we love a child rapper. Oh. We love that. As a matter of hey, fact, man. shout out to our favorite, Lele, that girl, Lele, who is killing oh, the game right now. Me. Yes. Successful show on, on Nickelodeon. Deal after deal after deal after deal. Blowing yes. so up. Cute. Shout out to Lele. Yes. yes. I hope the same for Lil Van Van because she really is so freaking cute. <laughs> oh, if, okay. if that's what she wants. Yeah. Right. Seem like she do to me. <laughs> <laughs> what you did to me? You never know. <laughs> y'all are killing me. Did y'all see Tamika Scott? Um, that video of Tamika Scott with the Popeyes hair when she was like, "This is my fried what? chicken wig." Tamika Scott no. from Escape was frying chicken. Carrie, shout out to Carrie, friend of the show. Carrie, Carrie gonna say he wanted some Popeyes, and he quoted the video. He put the video in the tweet. Tamika Scott was frying chicken and Tracy, Trina Braxton rather was at uh, rest in peace, Tracy Braxton. Trina Braxton was at her house because they're best friends. And she had on a blonde short wig. She's like, this is my fried chicken hair. She was like, when I put this hair on, you know, the food going to be good. She's like, look at this. She, she turned her head to the camera. She was like, and turns her head around on the wig. It is the funniest shit I have ever you and seen. You Carrie, Lord. Let me find it for y'all. But that's it for me Sam. for the music. Y'all have killed me. <laughs> like, y'all have taken me out back to back it's to back. Tom's even trying to get his breath for the past 15 minutes. Like, I can't even see because my eyes are so wet. Thanks so much. Um, 
And now there, now you you just reminded me, Dustin, that there was an escape song that I wanted to play, and now I don't even know if I have it because um, I wanted to play it like weeks ago, and I'm like, fuck, I can't find this shit. Um, anyway, before I play that, anyway, I wanted to. The reason I want to shout out SZA as well. Uh, one thing I do when I listen to a lot of songs, is I always go see the samples. Um, mm-hmm. When SZA opened SOS, uh, the sample is from an artist by the name of. Well, it's the Gabriel Hardman delegation. And um, the song sampled is Until I Found the Lord, My Soul Couldn't Rest. And this is how that song goes, because it was on my heart. Last night I prayed And I prayed I prayed all night long Ooh, I prayed and I prayed Until I found the Lord Till I found the Lord. So yes, that yes. was yes, Dang, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, get into the whole thing. I that love is, that song. That's one of my favorite songs on her album, anyway, because of that sample. I love that right. sample. Mm. Um, also, <laughs> I thought it was also fitting, you know, since we had a little Bible study this week as well. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of songs <laughs> I wanted to play for various reasons, but um, I really quickly also want to. I definitely want to give a shout out to Armani White uh, for a couple of reasons, actually. Well, I mean, shit, I just I just seen Armani in Philly for the uh, See the Thing Is podcast live show. Shout out to him. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, true. Uh, he was supposed to bring me some weed. He ain't bring me. That's okay. I, I'm going to forgive him because, you know, he's a celebrity now. Um, anyway, because Armani White is a celebrity, he has a new single out <clears throat> featuring ASAP Ferg. The song is called Silver Tooth, and this is how it goes. Used to have a silver tooth and I was just a pup, yeah. Now I got some killers who got shotties with the pumps. I don't want to catch the feelings, I be trying to see what's up. Got a shorty clean apprentice, I'm a diamond and the run it back. Used to have a silver tooth and I was just a pup. Now I got some killers who got shotties with the pumps. I don't want to catch the feelings, I be trying to see what's up. How that shorty clean apprentice, I'm a diamond and the run First order of a biz, no snitch, and I try to keep it silent, but the kids don't listen. Happy birthday, got another hit, no flinching, and tell them send a watch that I can fit both wrists. And with this, too, she on the class trying to get her ass bigger. She think I'm a last cause I got a pass with her. And I ain't trying to let her down, but I'm that nigga. If you was trying to settle down, get a fat nigga. Watch song, pull up in the city with a nice jump. Lights off. Lights on, Chinese throw the chicken, need a wipe to throw the rice on. Pull up double park with all the ice on. Pick him like, she running. Shout out to Armani White. That nigga can rap his motherfucking He's so talented. What? And that sample, obviously, y'all know that sample was hitting. ASAP Ferg's verse on there is super dope as well. So don't forget to go check that out. Um, and also, Armani just has some really dope visuals. If you haven't seen them before, you can go check them out in some of his uh, live performances. Uh, I think he did a. a set with uh, Denzel Curry for something. Um, yes, he performed Goaded with Denzel Curry a few months ago. It's on Vivo. Um, so just go check them out. Uh, actually, that's the video. They did a live um, somewhere on something. I just I just seen that somewhere on something. Uh, anyway, uh, the remix that I wanted to play that I forgot about playing, um, 
Escape has a two night remix, and what? oh yeah, yeah. I wanted uh, it's it's old. rare. No. Oh, it's, it's oh, old. oh, okay. They used I was to. Like, what? Me and my sister were actually talking about this because I was like, they used the to play this on the radio high. like late night during the quiet storm because it wasn't even a popular record because they were pushing another <laughs> song at the time or something. But uh, this version is so dope. Actually, I think I got to go to YouTube. I was just listening to it. and I was like, damn, like this is taking me back, like to being like a small, a small person. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I, I didn't want to say it like that. Um, I think on this one, uh, Latasha leads. If I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, uh, oh yeah, you said mistaken, mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, um, escape. <sighs> um, so this is the tonight, the live coming remix. mix um it was the shit and it still is the shit and it's fly as hell so if you've never heard it you can go check it out on youtube for sure it's escapes tonight the live coming mix check it out and tell me what you think that does it for the music man segment because i have plenty of other things that i could talk about but i'm gonna let it go and we're gonna pass it on to dustin ross because it's a tv land segment and we want to know what you've been watching so tell us Love and Marriage Huntsville. Oh, um, child. I just caught up, too. <laughs> it's so good. I tried. This is a season. I tried to go you back. You tried the new season? No, I tried to go where I left off. I realized I had left off on season four. Mm-hmm. It was an episode where, um, what's the friend that had the, the like, the little Stormy? shop? Um, Destiny. Uh, Destiny. Melody, uh, mm-hmm. Destiny. Yeah. Yeah, she was, Destiny. like, in the studio working on music. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. I would. I, I see what what happened there. Well, the good thing is yeah. we 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 were fortunate enough to have a limited made a limited investment in Destiny's story because they had they didn't continue oh. it in the new season. So oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's nothing that you even have to. Yeah. Really, you can fast forward. You yep. know what I mean? If it, if it's that right. insufferable for you. Cause it is and Martel people. asking her to bring baby oil to his shoe, <sighs> and I was like, "What?" Shout out <laughs> to the YouTuber. Shout out to the YouTuber House of Aaron. Right, um, make sure you guys subscribe to House of Aaron's YouTube. That's H A U S of Aaron. H H A U S O F A A R O N. He just made an interesting YouTube video a couple of days ago 
where he, um, I guess people had noticed that Martel Holt, who is now supposed to be dating Sheree Whitfield from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, someone had noticed that they weren't following each other on Instagram. So, so it was rumored that they had broken up. But Aaron um, went through Martel, the list of Martel, the people that Martel was following on Instagram. And it's only 11 people. He has 334,000 followers. And he's only following 11 people. Martel Holt. This is um, <laughs> Martel Holt. This is uh, Melody's ex-husband. He's a main cast member, right? He's following 11 people. And when you go through the 11 people that he's following, one of whom is now Sheree. I noticed that he is following Sheree now. But it's Charlie Kirk. I don't know if y'all know who Charlie Kirk is. But he's a mm-hmm. ultra conservative conspiracy theorist push conspiracy theory pushing. Oh, One of his tweets that's on display right here is where he's misgendering Dylan Mulvaney or whatever and talking about the bathroom issue and shit like that. And this is a, one of the 11 people that Martel follows. Now, you add that in to the fact that he already told Melody that he didn't want um, her gay brother watching their kids and shit. Oh, um, and, and it's a bunch of. Yeah. So, like, I'm starting to get a real clear picture painted of what some of his is. views may be. Yeah. And I'm fine right. with people having different views than me or whatever. But, you know, once it crosses that harmful line, I distance well, myself from. Yeah. Story. yeah. Yeah. That's different. So. Yeah. I just thought that nobody's talking about that, but I, I, like I said, shout out to the house of Aaron on YouTube because he found that. And I didn't know that it's just like, there's a new housewife. Um, I believe her name is Anne Marie, but forgive me. She's the new newest housewife on Beverly Hills. Um, and she's a black, she's a, they got a new black housewife this season that's coming up, um, married to a black man, you know, and Carlos King, shout out to my boy, Carlos King. Reality King Reality TV, Kingdom Rain Entertainment, executive producer and CEO. He pointed out that she's following Candace Owens and a bunch of other conservative, um, you know, black people, ultra conservative um, black people with those same views. So we get excited sometimes to support black people in the reality TV space, but just like we holding them old withered white women accountable for their caring ways and views we have to have the same account level of accountability for our black um reality stars as well with their views okay because some shit just ain't right so that's it again nothing wrong with having a difference of viewpoint a difference of opinion different political views i welcome all of that but once things we cross the line of being harmful you know to communities of people and to people in general that's where i me dustin decide to separate myself that's all i'm saying um but i am watching love and marriage huntsville <laughs> nonetheless <laughs> yeah. and it's a good season what i love most about this season so far and i can't wait to talk to carlos about this but i love that um we're focusing back on the core six which are melody sheree martel holt marceau scott tisha scott <laughs> Maurice Scott and then the lovely, beautiful Kimmy Scott. We're focusing on those six. They're coming back together, which is how we met them in season one as the comeback group. They're coming back together to produce the Black Espo, as Letitia Espo. calls it. Yep. The Espo. Um, what? The Black Business Espo. <laughs> she got a little bit of a speech impediment. Black Business Expo oh, okay. is what it is. <laughs> and But it's a great idea. Letitia's smart, and she's been looking really pretty this season. Um, shout out to mm-hmm. uh, Rocks for It's Rocks 
on YouTube, um, she pointed out that everybody stepped up to glam this season, and mm-hmm. they did. You know, yep. they still wearing mm-hmm. them colored plastic <laughs> earrings, but they stepped up to glam otherwise. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Can um, I just say really fast? Mm-hmm. It's hilarious that the Bell Collective is coming back because in that one scene where Letitia was meeting up with Melody and Kimmy, she reminded me of the old girl from Bell Collective with her black dress and a little blonde wig. Marie. If it, if it was the finger waves, it would have been Marie. Marie, yeah. <laughs> I love Bell Collective as well. It's a show about a group of black um, female entrepreneurs in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, and these shows are really smart. And for, if you pay, it's easy to get wrapped up in the mess and the conflicts and the drama, right? But if you really pay attention to what these shows are highlighting at their core, it's black entrepreneurs, black business people, um, black. You black you, you hear this 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 outcry, right, friend? About you know, no black families on TV, no black couples. These shows are literally called Love and Marriage, and the whatever city they're in. You know what I'm saying? So these are black couples. You want to watch that? Here's the damn show. You know what I'm saying? Fran, I really wish you watched Put a Ring on it. Is that the one you were saying with the people that are going to get married? The couples that go on dates with other people. I did. I watched some of the first season. I think it was the first season. Maybe it wasn't. Okay. Most recent season. Oh, yeah. So, see, the the most recent season, it's a different doctor. But, yeah, I did want it. I wanted you to see her. Yeah, I watched (laughs) after you said that. What what did you think? (laughs) I guess we'll let (laughs) Dustin finish, but... It was interesting. I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> There's good black shows on own right now. That's what we do know. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. let's support this shit, y'all. You know what I mean? This, y'all don't want to go nowhere. Everybody acts like they're too good to go to the club. Well, these shows come on on Friday and Saturday <laughs> night. Okay. So this will give your ass something to do while you're sitting at home. Watch these own shows and support this black media, this black um, um, led and black executive produced media. Support it. Watch it. Even if you don't like it, hate watch it. So you can have something to talk shit yeah. about and you can quit talking about your friends being fake. Okay? <laughs> talk about these people on this damn show that you don't know. There's so many reasons to watch. Um, but yes, so I've been watching Love and Marriage Huntsville. Like I said, they're getting back to business. We're actually following um, Kimmy through her breast cancer journey and her aftercare journey. Um, we do know that now she just did an interview with Carlos King um, on his YouTube channel. Make sure you follow that as well, where she let us know that she is ca- officially cancer free at this point. Yes. But still monitoring, you know, you have to, if, hey. if anyone's had a relative that's going through that, you know, the first five years after treatment are the most critical um, for the cancer mm. to come back. So she's still being monitored right. heavily. But what's important is that she's cancer free. So that's something good. Um, yeah. Um, of course, I'm watching Power, Book Two Ghost, or as I like to call it, Same. and you like to call it Power. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we're watching. <laughs> um, there is so much going on in that world right now and in that universe. And say what you want about Power, say what you want about all the things you don't like about it. I'm going to tell you one thing for sure the motherfuckers be dressed. The wardrobe team, okay? Every week I see something I won't. You know what I'm saying? Every damn week. Tariq and Brayden and them, they be having Kane, they be having that shit on every single week. And so I love that. Um, Diana too, all of them. It's so much so that it's even in, in the script. Diana was acting like she didn't have money for tuition and they were like, you got a Balenciaga backpack. Like, <laughs> she was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's good. Um, and shout out to Light Skin Keisha who is still recurring on there. Yes. Um, yeah. Regularly. Um, and also shout out to Justin Combs, who was on there. And okay. one real quick, one other thing. Speaking Justin of the Combs, Combs family. Yeah, he did a I little um, guest spot. 
He was one of. Oh, remember when Di- when they were in Diana's room drinking? Her friends all they was all uh-huh. in there, and then Tariq came and they left, and Celine came, and her friends were like, "She in there with somebody. She don't want to see you." Remember that? Is this the most recent episode? It's like two episodes ago. Maybe I'm behind because I did not see that. I might yeah, be behind. Well, in that, this is after. Yeah. So what's up with Lorenzo at the point you're at? Lorenzo's the dad. Mm hmm. Oh, he. Yeah. What? <laughs> what's, what's up with him well, right now where you are it. in the story? Fuck them. Yeah, We're we no talking about you. <laughs> OK, so then. So after that yes. happens, right. Diana's friends are all in her room drinking and stuff. And, okay, got um, you. Tariq so I'm, comes at, to I'm visit. at the episode. I just finished the episode where that thing with him happened. And then okay, that's where all I'm right. at. So I'm okay, behind. Good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but that, that, so that's where you'll Monet see Justin Tejada. Combs. Woo. Monet, motherfucker. <laughs> so, which further ties into my reference of the Combs family. Monet Tejada is played by Mary J. Blige. Her, both her and Diddy were guests at the Met Gala yesterday. We know yesterday, as the time at the time of recording this, yesterday was the first Monday in May. We know every year that is the Met Gala um, here at the Museum of Metropolitan Art, okay, mm-hmm. here in New York City. And Diddy and Young Miami shut that fucking carpet down yesterday okay you thought so oh i definitely did <laughs> and i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna tell you why because i did not expect to see her and so Fair. not only was i surprised when i saw her she looked beautiful and she, did and she beautiful. was comfortable she was comfortable she and right at home and it was something about that moment because to me Diddy is a is an international, you know what I'm saying, superstar, right? The Met Gala and all those cameras and that attention, that is literally the world stage. We know who Young right. Miami is. Right. We know about her and Diddy's, you know, friendship. But on that stage last night, she got introduced to literally like the world. So there was a a coming of age, you know, component to it for me. <laughs> There's a, a reveal, a presentation of it all for me. I was surprised to see her. And then I was like, damn, I'm, that means everybody else is too. And it just represented homegirl doing her damn thing. She's fearless. I can see that. And, and, and say what you want, but young Miami was at the fucking Met Gala and she stole the show last night. So I just thought that was a moment. Also, definitely yeah. her own Disney princess. Straight up. And I thought that I loved what they said when they were interviewed by Lala. And when when she got to the end of the carpet and Lala asked how she felt. But did you hear mm-hmm. when Lala asked her how she felt? And, and young Miami was like, it was just honestly, this is like a dream come true. She was like, I mean, Aww. you always think about it, but she was like, I just, she's like, this is incredible. She was like, it just, it feels like a dream come true. And Diddy was like, she Aww. looks beautiful. He was like, God bless me, putting her in my life. Like he was like, it's, she was like, it's a cool date night. He was like, yes. He was like, people want us to put a title on it. She was like, I love her. She's one of my best friends. Like she looks so gorgeous and beautiful tonight. And Carissa was like, it's just a good day night, you know? I, I'm here <laughs> for all love. of it. Y'all already yep. know. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of shit. And I, the love. way they answered the questions, the way they looked, I just, I was here. I loved all of that, okay? Did you like? Yeah. Did you guys see Cardi B's uh, two looks? She, the second look was my favorite of the night, period. Yeah, so that was good. beautiful. It was so perfect. It was a showstopper. Perfect. 
showstopper. Yeah, she was my favorite. She was my number were one the, for sure. Were there three looks? Or were yes, there, there, were, there three. were three two, looks because there okay. was yeah. one when she one was in. inside with the picture. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I like that the one, one inside cool and the second one, obviously. Yeah. I like that I she can... had gray hair like Carol Lagerfeld too. <laughs> that was that cute. Way cute to fail my eyes. I thought that, um, and then we off this shit because this ain't the motherfucking fashion police. We don't even <laughs> fuck with twelve like that. <laughs> but the uh, look awful. To anyway, because we don't even report on now. But let me tell you, Rihanna when she pulled that that jacket off and them glasses off and just had that jacket on her back and that train was mm-hmm. out on that dress. Yep, beautiful. Yep. Stunningly beautiful. And she was totally leaned into it when she walked past the reporters and was like, it's Valentino, baby. I feel expensive. <laughs> and then, and, uh, that was did cute. You guys and see? they said, how do you feel? Expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did y'all see when the one of the photographers was like, ASAP, nobody's calling your name. I'm going to call you because ain't nobody calling your name. And Rihanna turned around and was Ew. like, don't be hating. Y'all didn't see that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Work. No, that happened. That. Why would you say that? Yeah. Ugly. The same reason somebody asked um, Holly Bailey or Halle Bailey, was she going to, uh, if she had a, to eat Sebastian or Flounder, which one would she eat? And oh, she was I did like, see that, which I was like, what the fuck? And neither one she of them. Like, they're Those my are friends. my friends. And Those she laughed it off graciously and kept it moving. But you know who wasn't Weirdos buying it with the, with the photographers and shit? Mary J. Motherfucking Blige. Did you see the clip that's going that. on? I don't know what was happening, but I just saw her face. She was giving somebody the Monet Tejada face. <laughs> In real life. What did they say? What did they she, say? She just see her I put her hand. She was like. <laughs> and then she kept on taking her pictures. Like I was like, that's Mary J. Blige. She is Grammy a winner, woman. Emmy winner, Oscar nominee. You know what I'm saying? History making Oscar nominee. Let's be clear. Okay. And history making Grammy winner. Only only artist to have won in four different genres. Only um um artist to ever have been nominated. She was the first artist to have been nominated for original song and an acting role, best supporting actress in the same year. Um when she Fire. for Mud Bound. So let's don't so put some respect on our fucking name. But that's it okay, for TV Land this week. Yeah. What about bad boys? And that means- Nothing. All right, well, that means, (laughs) Brian, take it away. (laughs) And that means that that is the end of this week's episode. As always, we love you so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. (laughs) Stay black and protect your magic. (laughs) Bathsheba. Bye.